0: caliber athletics program and have to be able to see as we look with visibility towards the future even when it's not crystal clear we have to ask the question are we
1: putting ourselves on a path to be worthy of the legacy we have and to
0: advance it over time and a move today as I said isn't simply for financial reasons Uh, to, to, to say that is to miss the point this is a move for stability and preservation
2: after thorough consideration and study it became obvious that standing pat would mean falling behind. The decision today will allow us to continue recruiting the most talented student athletes from everywhere and provide them with a world-class university experience.
0: I'm I'm honored and I'm humbled to stand with you and before you today
1: uh, as, as your next head football coach here at Oklahoma. Uh, again, one of the winningest and storied, tradition-rich programs in the history of college football. Now taking the uh, the lead and and, uh, and and also taking it through one of the biggest transition in the history of college football, taking Oklahoma from the Big Twelve to the SEC. You've got your guy to take you
2: on this journey.
1: I'm the bad guy. Oh. Duh.
2: Ah, look out SEC. Bad guys coming through that door. 2024. And after a long, long wait, we can uh, really really start speculating what uh what it looks like. Obviously, uh, how 2023 takes shape will go a long way toward any uh speculation out there, but that won't stop us tonight into tomorrow. Talking about uh, what what it looks like Oklahoma navigating this uh, first SEC schedule in 2024. Today's the day after much discussion, after the uh, initial, well, report out there from the Houston Chronicle way back when, in the summer of 2021, that, wait a second, there's... Is there some smoke here? Is there something going on with OU in Texas trying to leave the Big 12 Conference and get an invitation into the SEC? And it didn't take too long to find out that, yeah, yeah, absolutely, there was something there. And uh, lo and behold, uh, unanimous uh, vote in from the uh, the Board of Regents to uh, accept the invitation. And, uh, well, there was uh, one dissenter, we think, in uh, Texas A&M, or we know – in Texas 8 in but uh, by the time it was all said and done, it was uh, unanimous, right, from uh, the SEC schools to go ahead and extend the invites to Oklahoma and Texas. And all of this has brought us here today, where I guess along the way as well, we had a little bit of back and forth. Is it going to be an eight-game schedule? Is it nine? What does the format look like? Well, well, now we know. One one permanent opponent and, and then uh, rotating seven. So what do... What do the seven look like for Oklahoma? It feels like it's uh, pretty obvious. Oklahoma, Texas, permanent uh, opponent for one another. But what do the other seven puzzle pieces look like tonight? The uh, Good morning, everyone, by the way. Josh Elmer alongside Mr. Connor Pasby. Connor, uh, what's going on, man? Good morning. Are you ready for this
0: this evening? I'm fired up, man. Yeah, we finally did it, Josh. We finally made it to today, the release of the schedule, to see who, who OU plays, what the opponents look like, what... The home games look like. What are the road trips that he's going to take? So I'm, ready, what, I'm ready to go.
2: How do we handle this thing today? Because, as typifies, for some reason, we can't have a television production and, in terms of a schedule release and get to the television production without 10,000 different reporters ruining said television production. <laughs> so, I'm just uh, from an executive production standpoint uh, for us, how are we approaching this? Are we passing along anything we see on social media? Because there's already leaks about the the schedules out there, right? I mean, we know some details we think about the Texas Longhorns' first SEC schedule.
0: I feel like we're going to have some more that will be leaked throughout the show and throughout the day leading up to 6 o'clock.
2: Well, I would imagine that we start – which
0: I hate that. I would like to know all at the same time.
2: I would imagine we start getting details about Oklahoma's schedule as we progress throughout the the program this morning into the afternoon. So that's what I'm trying to get to the bottom of right here off the top. Do we just pass along what we see as we, we, we know could it? Do that. We could do that. Do we do we say earmuffs out there to everybody before we <laughs> you know pass along a schedule? Do, do the do the
0: te- do the listeners want to know? That's the thing.
2: Well, that's well, but I would imagine it would be split too. So. <laughs> These are the challenges this morning. Uh, here's uh, here's here's my thoughts on it. I fully suspect that either Alabama or Georgia will be on Oklahoma's first SEC schedule, right? I mean, don't you? Doesn't that basically have to be a given? And for me, as an Oklahoma fan, as a, as a media entity here, right here on the ref with you, isn't that what we want? Don't oh, yeah. don't you want Alabama or Georgia, whether it's at Alabama, at Georgia? Uh, hey, both would be okay. That'd be pretty exciting. But isn't that what everybody wants? Year one, rip the Band-Aid right off.
0: Yes, and it would probably be even better if you could get Alabama or Georgia at home for, man, that home atmosphere in Norman.
2: It would be great, wouldn't it? As you start breaking down, okay, what does the what does the board look like for average show right off the top no don't tell us uh, okay okay we'll we'll try to be hush hush i guess with the any leaks out there you you want uh, you want an alabama or georgia as the first home you game do. right yeah. tennessee we've we've kicked this around the josh Heupel factor would be i think another obvious made for television candidate for that that first home game.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And and tonight we're just going to to get the opponents, right? I mean, we won't know the chronological order I don't think tonight, will we?
0: Uh That's that's a good question. I'm not exactly sure. I don't I, I know I know you're getting opponents, I just don't know.
2: I think this Ro- is basically, hey, here's what home and away looks like.
0: Okay. Just just not in order. Right. Okay
2: which uh hey that's great that just gives us more content for oh, yeah, tomorrow right. and beyond and we can get into hey this should go here and I'd like that there <laughs> true sooner the opposite. Tell us. no tell us it's, this is what i'm saying it's it's going to be it's going to be a challenging thing
0: well some of the stuff that got leaked i mean you saw georgia will play at texas average the joe 40. earmuffs <laughs> earmuffs <laughs> average joe so georgia will play at texas so I'm looking at that and telling myself, well, per sources, per sources, <laughs> who is Chip uh, Brown two four seven?
2: Okay, which is for Texas, pretty solid, uh, pretty solid source.
0: So I'm taking that and telling myself, be a good chance that OU plays Alabama. We would think, yeah,
2: we would think, unless unless it's hey, welcome to the party, and Oklahoma and Texas each get both, <laughs> each
0: get both.
2: Which <laughs> welcome to it. Which would be kind of fun. Again, it's probably. As you look at this, if you're Greg Sankey and anybody else in the SEC offices, you probably, at least where things sit right now, that Alabama over the last, is 15, is that the right number, with Saban taking over in 08, a decade and a half, right, roughly, that Alabama has been the the top fours in college football now. Georgia has Georgia has wrestled that perch away the the past past two years as uh, defending national champions but those are the two right that everybody is chasing that Oklahoma is chasing so with that in mind, you got to have one of the two yeah it'd be fun to have both but if you're the SEC you probably just in terms of hey let's have great TV inventory every season okay instead of having one year where boy uh, every light switch in the house is flipped on and you've got uh, Texas playing both Alabama and Georgia and Oklahoma playing both Alabama and Georgia it's probably makes sense to space that inventory out and have in Oklahoma Texas versus Georgia or Alabama each respectively every single season
0: you you would think they would space it out i don't think they would get both Georgia and Alabama you in Texas, but
2: with uh, with what Tennessee's doing, if they have staying power, though, that uh, that makes it to where I mean, it's the SEC. You're if you go the route where Oklahoma has both Alabama and Georgia on a schedule, and then you you basically cycle every other year with both Alabama and Georgia, and then a year without both Alabama and Georgia. There's still need I remind you. There's still LSU. There's still a Tennessee on the rise. Florida is a program that has won national championships, not uh, obviously last week, but it's a program that has shown it it has done that. Auburn has won a national yeah. championship. I know it took uh Cam Newton to go get that done, but played in another national championship. So there uh there's going to be great matchups. regardless of whether you have both Alabama and Georgia on the schedule or not. But I'm guessing you're going to get one and not both. Get
0: one, yeah. We had someone text, LSU question mark, yes.
2: Well, that's just it. I mean, LSU's (laughs) great. (laughs) And I've been saying uh, all along that I think, to me, the the most fun road trip to start things out would be LSU.
0: Baton Rouge, yes.
2: There's, you know, if we're going to make the – It's made for television argument for Tennessee coming to Norman, which I I do think if I'm in that meeting as one of the TV execs, I'm saying, Are you guys kidding me? We got to send Heipel to Norman, Oklahoma. Got to make it happen. But it would still be good for Oklahoma going to Tennessee, and Heipel welcomes Oklahoma in. uh, I I don't know how graciously, but welcoming Oklahoma in. So that would make sense. South, South Carolina coming to Norman? I don't know. I. Yeah, as one of the first opponents, sure, fine with with the Beamer factor at play. Yeah, but Rat I mean Rattler, Rattler. Yeah, that's that's true. Rattler and Rattler and Beamer. I, I still, to me, I want one of the I want one of the heavyweights. I need
0: two. Yes, give me Alabama. Year one. Yes. Give me
2: Georgia. Or, I mean, there's so many directions this thing could go. Texas A and M, Missouri. Each of those two would make sense as. I'd rather it be A&M out of those two versus Missouri as your first home SEC game. A rekindling of, uh, obviously, old conference foes.
0: I mean, Missouri's not the same anymore, but you've had so many great matchups with Mizzou. If I had to power rank
2: top five here, and this is in a particular order, the teams that I would want as Oklahoma's first home game. I would say Alabama one, Georgia number two, LSU three, Texas A and M four, and take your pick on five. how would you how would you power rank it?
0: I'd went with Alabama. You don't have to you don't have to go all five. You can I actually got a list right here.
2: Okay, you've got a list. (laughs) I
0: like it. Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee. Texas A&M and South Carolina.
2: Okay, so so you're kind of in with the bring Rattler home.
0: I, I think that would be pretty cool, it would, yeah. Well, then you got Stogner, who's there for a year, then went back to OU, so you got a different different bunch of things there.
2: Jim in Arlington says, which, by the way, if you haven't figured out yet, this day is, man, it's made for the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, 405-651-3439. It's made for some phone calls, too. Riverwind Casino jackpot line, 405-329-9000. What do you guys want to see? What do y'all, all all y'all want to see? The uh, home games, road dates, what are you hoping for on this initial SEC schedule? Jim in Arlington chimes in immediately, says, Since the Stoops era began, Oklahoma has not played at LSU or Georgia, just Tennessee and just at Alabama. So one of those two would be nice road trips, LSU, Georgia.
0: I agree. Yeah, LSU and Georgia and the Swamp, too, at Florida would be an awesome road oh, trip as man, well. Oh, man, that would be
2: – yeah, that would be cool. At,
0: at, at nighttime.
2: And the beautiful thing is, if not right out of the chute, y- you're getting these road trips out of the – you know, in the next four years. yeah or you're hosting these teams in the next two years, or vice versa. You're seeing everybody. Seeing everybody every other season, and you are hosting everybody once every four seasons. So, you know, the the eight versus nine thing, I do hope that pretty quickly we, we expand this SEC schedule from eight to nine. Not that we have to completely embark down that avenue again, because today's an exciting day. Regardless of if it's 8, if it's 9, we know that it's 8 right now. You get an SEC schedule, it's going to be great. But one thing I I hadn't really thought of or talked about before, with the Oklahoma-Texas game situated where it should be situated, long-term, in Dallas, Cotton Bowl, where it should be, right? Oklahoma's given up an SEC game at home every other year. Yeah. The nine-game conference schedule – would ensure that you do what? Well, every other year you you would get, uh, what, five home games? But every season, five conference home games, and every season you would get four, right, guaranteed four right. conference home games. So that that's one thing that to me would be nice about the conference schedule expanding is those years where you're the home team in Dallas and – you're giving up the the conference home date. Well, now now instead of what three home games of SEC opponents, now uh, now you'd get four. Get
0: another one. Yeah.
2: So that's that's one I'm thing for this, me yeah. that would be kind of nice about the schedule expanding. Not even from a you know SEC versus Big Ten or we need all these <laughs> great conference games. I just think for for fans and for local businesses that part would be would be nice.
0: Another text bring Kentucky and with Mark Stoops, I think that would be pretty cool as well. Oh
2: man, that would be, that'd be good. Yeah. It wouldn't be my first choice, but it, it definitely would be cool.
0: It'd be different, if, yeah. If Stoops, <laughs> if Stoops was still here.
2: Well, the day is upon us. This thing, six o'clock tonight. We're gonna find out the uh, the Rudy Show. Toby and Teddy will be out there. Is uh, is Gabe Hiker?
0: Gabe with them as, as well? well. Yes. Okay. Gabe, yeah. Gabe, uh, Toby. And Teddy.
2: So they'll be on the SEC schedule reveal show from Rudy's, uh, Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue. And uh, it's my understanding that's an ESPN Plus broadcast. But I'm here to tell you, we've got it on the radio side. So if you're out and about tonight and you're driving around, those folks, as they're reacting live, 99.3 FM, 1400 AM, we will have the, uh, the special. And the KREF
0: app. I'll we'll sketch on that. That's
2: that's huge, yeah. So on the app as well, we're gonna have their their live reaction show as we find out these uh, announcements for Oklahoma, this SEC schedule. I guess not even just for Oklahoma, just in general the uh, opponents, their reaction. We'll have it live for you tonight on the Rev. So your responses. We are underway. We got a bunch of uh, other football notes. We don't just have to talk. Hey, what's the schedule going to look like today? There's uh, plenty of football we can. We can get into what does uh, what does the season ahead look like? We, as the Jordy Ball news broke to begin this week, and LeBlanc sort of the uh, the breaking news notes took away the uh, typical summer type conversations of what exactly is this Oklahoma football team? But we can dive a little bit into some of those today. Uh, just this, this roster for Oklahoma. Who is Oklahoma heading into 2023? It's the Plank Show just underway. A bunch of responses from you. Appreciate you guys. Good morning, everybody. It's the Plank Show. Josh and Connor rolling along next right here on the Home of Sooner fans. Welcome back, everybody. Happy SEC schedule reveal day out there, everybody. We waited for it. We waited for it. it uh, it's kind of crazy, but two years Two years, uh, you know, the cuts we played off the top from President Harris, Joe Castiglione, That was from July thirtieth, twenty twenty one. The
0: that's crazy
2: executive uh, board of regents session where uh, they they made the official recommendation to uh, to push for SEC membership. I mean, that's that's two years ago.
0: Felt like yesterday, not too long ago. It's
2: two years two ago. Two years. Two years of us saying, "Well, can't wait till we get to the SEC," and then, you know, as we've gone, uh, you know, about this path, it's been okay. Well, are, are we staying in this Big Twelve conference for the duration of the grant of rights? And uh, if and when, when are they going to exit out of this thing? Surely they're going to exit out, right? They're not staying for the, the the full go of the media rights deal. Finally, finally, some clarity we, on that. You know
0: the answer now.
2: But uh, it's been a bit of a winding road, and two years feels like it's been a long time, and it feels like it's been a short time in <laughs> in some ways. It's like this this thing has flown by to this point, and yet it's it's been two years that uh, we've known that Oklahoma and Texas would be joining the SEC, and there's just been so many little details to iron out along the way, so... Today, finally, finally, we get to start thinking about uh, how this thing's going to go. A couple of texts before we hop to the phone lines from the five eight oh. How do you guys see our our transition to the SEC on the field going? Success or struggle?
0: I think it matters how this upcoming season's going to go. I mean, if you can get a ten win or a ten plus win season, then man, you feel a lot better making that transition.
2: I've never been one that's been. Worried about this for Oklahoma. I've always been glass half full with it. E- even dating back before any of this really seemed like it was realistic. The The night that Oklahoma lost to LSU in the Peach Bowl, Tyler will corroborate this story. On air in the postgame show, my immediate response was, Oklahoma's not winning a national championship until they, they leave and join the SEC. That was my feeling that night. Now, whether or not that was, you know, actually true or accurate, it's probably going to be proven accurate. I'm hoping that it's not. You got one last chance right now for that statement to be false for Oklahoma, that they can go win a national championship this season. But it just was the feeling that uh, that I, I had that night. Like, not that if you can't beat them, join them type thing, but to some degree, I guess, that there were – There was something that Oklahoma was giving up not being in the SEC. And dating back to the, you know, that Peach Bowl loss to LSU and really just that, the entirety of that decade where the SEC all of a sudden started ripping off all these national championship wins in a row. And there was this thought that permeated through recruiting circles there's no defense played in the Big 12. Why would you go to the Big 12? It's not going to get you to the NFL. It just felt like the stars were aligning themselves to where, man, wouldn't it be advantageous for Oklahoma if they could be a part of that, be in the SEC? And then now you you fast forward and just the financial side of it, the, the amount in resources that Oklahoma would have been giving up, again, would not have been an impossible task in the Big 12 or – I mean, who knows what would have happened, how the tectonic plates would have shifted if Oklahoma and Texas had stayed in the Big 12 and the Pac-12. I mean, could USC and UCLA have come here instead of the Big 10? Probably not. But the tectonic plates, what, what shifting would have happened, we don't know, right? I mean, that's totally different hypothetical situation if Oklahoma and Texas would stay. But given what we think we know, if Oklahoma and Texas were in that Big 12 Financially, you wouldn't have been in the same ballpark as the SEC or the Big Ten. And eventually, the the resources, what you can pay a head coach, though Oklahoma would historically indicate they're always going to be competitive in, in that department. But the the recruiting expenses, on and on and on and on and on, you just eventually fall behind. And so it just felt like so many pieces of the puzzle added up to Oklahoma should jump to the SEC. So for me, the the uptick in the types of opponents that you're going to get that's an exciting part too the the fact that now all of a sudden you get to play Alabama and Georgia on a regular basis you get to play LSU Tennessee Florida on a regular basis those are the folks Alabama and Georgia specifically that's who you need to beat to go win a national championship and that's what fans want right they want number eight they uh the narrative that we kept hearing was basically and not to not to downplay winning a Big 12 championship completely, because it's important to win a conference championship. Yeah. Folks around here simply had gotten tired of winning Big 12 championships and then getting embarrassed when it mattered most.
0: And it's a lot to me. It's a lot tougher to win SEC championship, and Sooner fans to feel a lot better if we can get get one of those. I do think
2: ultimately, in, in as uh, succinctly and quickly as I can answer the question, I think it will ultimately make you more successful, joining the SEC. That's my personal belief. Time will tell on that front. It's certainly, year in and year out, will be more challenging. The lean years could be leaner, but I think the championship-type years, I think you've got a chance to stack more of those together now. I think there's more advantages to this move than there are negatives to it for Oklahoma,
0: for and, me. And you get a battle week in and week out. No easy game whatsoever.
2: As a fan, you get what you want. Think of these matchups we're going to be talking about tonight and beyond. Home and away. It's going to be incredible. Darla, is she still hanging with
0: us? Yep, we have Dar- Darla.
2: Okay, Darla, you get to lead us off on the phone lines today on the Riverwind Casino call-in line. That's 405-329-9000. For anybody out there that wants to talk Oklahoma SEC, the scheduling tonight, but good morning, Darla. How are you? Well, I just
1: got two things. Is any, are there very many people upset about Derek LeBlanc leaving? I mean, yeah, folks are. I mean, that's not right. I hate that when they do that.
2: Yeah, and you know, he he had the the tweet uh, late. Was that was that late Monday night?
0: Yes, it was was, was a day. It was a day after he. I'm
2: not on Twitter. What does it say? Well, basically, without getting into all of the details of it, which I'm not, frankly, just not even privy to.
1: Well, he I said know.
2: unforeseen circumstances made him feel like he needed to transfer back home. Oh, so okay. that, that kind of indicates to me, I mean, oh. do you, are you homesick? Is there something oh. going on with your family? Yeah, so yeah, or something.
1: Uh,
2: th- There's been all sorts of speculation on it that maybe it was playing time-driven or it was workout-driven, but that to oh. me from Derek LeBlanc indicates that it might not be either of those two.
1: Oh, okay. And I, and I am disappointed about Jory Ball leaving, but I know, I understand, it's just, oh, I think Patty can get somebody else, I mean, you know, I think we'll be able to get, she'll be able to get some other girl to come in. It's
2: or, a substantial loss, there's no getting around that, you're talking about probably the greatest pitcher I know, in, man. in college softball, but... This is a place that people want to come be a part of. They've won three straight national championships. They've won seven overall. Patty will find a very, very talented arm. And what I said yesterday was it might be of the Hope Troutwine variety where Troutwine had some nice numbers coming to OU, but she wasn't regarded as even the Staraco edition. And yet, lo and no. behold, what did it net? Well, it. it Netted a national championship, and Trout Wine was really, really good with Jin Rocha and with Patty Gasso and at Oklahoma. So, I guess what I'm saying is if you don't get Jordy Ball in exchange on this transfer portal sequence here, I think Oklahoma is going to, going to wind up with a very, very talented arm. And oh, by the way, they've already got Nicole May and Kirsten Deal on campus.
1: Well, yeah, they need more than that, though, in case they get hurt or
2: something. I'm with you. Uh, the more arms, the better.
1: And and also, you know, i just like to say, I'm old school. I wish they'd stay. When kids come in, I wish they'd stay at their own, you know, stay all four years. But that's not going to happen now, I know. But I just.
2: Different world. Different world I we're know, living in. I know.
1: I know. But I'm just, I'm old school, I guess you'd say.
2: Who do you want anyway. on this SEC schedule tonight, darling? Uh, what are you looking forward to?
1: I think it'd be fun to have Tennessee and South Carolina
2: both in Norman, or you want one on the road? What are you thinking?
1: Well, both in Norman.
2: <laughs> I, like I like it. I like it. A little uh, reunion for it, for the Sooners.
1: Yeah. And see how it plays out, you know, how Josh Heupel acts and how Shane Beamer, you know, and Spencer Rattler, you know, and all that different.
2: But yeah. Anyway. Th- Spencer Rattler, it or might be conchrist. a little awkward there. Shane Beamer, I think he would be nothing but handshakes and, hey, welcome yeah. home. Well, yeah, uh, Heupel, obviously, we know that, that situation is uh, – it is, dicey. Uh, yeah, it's a little dicey. So that and it might be good. Get, it might be good playing Tennessee just to yeah, repair we, those bridges we a could little get bit. Get
1: over that. I wish we could. I mean, because
2: I. Well, the guy won a national championship quarterbacking OU. So, I know. so
1: people ought to be think. I mean, I'm, I didn't mind, mind him. I mean, you know, I of course I don't know him, but I didn't.
2: And you know what? It's worked out for everybody. It's worked out yeah. for. Everybody, to where? Look where Heupel's at now. Had I mean, to he's do he's. what he had to do, I guess. Indeed, and, and time has a way of healing all wounds. <laughs> I, I have, uh, I have full belief that that it's going to heal itself. I, I, just that's that's my belief. It's well, Oklahoma, lo- Oklahoma <clears throat> loves Josh Heupel too much, and Heupel won a national championship at OU. So while there might be some hard feelings, eventually, I, I do think it'll dissipate. So, Darla, hey, appreciate all the phone thank call. You. You guys can jump in, too. We've got all sorts of responses on the text line. Connor, I will let you pick a, a couple of favorites, and yep. we'll hit them right we when we come back. It's the Plank Show on the home of Sooner fans. It's SEC schedule unveiling day. We've got, uh, I guess, some notes to pass along, earmuffs when we come back. It's not specifically Oklahoma. It's not It's not specifically Oklahoma-related to uh, who's on Oklahoma's schedule. But uh, there, there is something from... Mr. Mr. Burns out there that is uh, Oklahoma-Texas related on this SEC schedule that uh, came out. Well, the, the note came out about 8 o'clock, so it's out there, but he's, everybody's aware of it. Taking a timeout. It's the Plank Show, our number one right here on the Home of Sooner fans. Ah, oh, welcome back, everyone. You Boy, the uh, Stanley Cup final was exciting so last hard. night, wasn't it? Not. Eight, eight to three. I think it was 9-3.
0: Oh, oh, they got another goal. <laughs> yeah. They added dude. another one. First, first ever one for the Golden Knights? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they've, they've been in the NHL for six years.
2: Six years. In the first year, they got to the Stanley Cup final, and they hadn't been back, and then they got back and obviously beat the Florida Panthers in five officially last night. Looked like... Looked like both the NBA Finals and the Stanley Cup Final were going to be wrapped quickly, and sure enough, yeah, they both ended in five.
0: That was not very fun. That was not much of a game. How about
2: this? Back-to-back rough nights for South Beach in championships, getting awarded to uh, teams that they lost to.
0: And uh, something off-topic again, but the A's did, you see the A's did a boycott, another boycott last night where they packed the stadium, and the A's won. So they're on a seven-game winning streak now. The worst team in baseball. They're on a seven-game winning streak.
2: You gotta love it.
0: Moneyball two.
2: Poor A's fans in, uh, really just Oakland sports fans. I guess that's uh, that's what happens though when the city doesn't doesn't pony up for you know new facilities and whatnot.
0: A little embarrassing that the whole fans were just chanting sell the team. It was very quiet. They just had a big chant going. That's. <laughs> That is <laughs> that pretty, sucks.
2: That's, that's pretty fun to play in, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those. I mean, poor guys on the team. They got no <laughs> control over any of it. But uh, don't feel too bad for them, I guess, right? Because, hey, they're professional athletes and well compensated. Our number one of the Plank Show is brought to us by Van Who's Fence. That is vhfence.com, 405-735-1167. That's the uh, number to call, Van Hoos Fence. Yes. Yeah, so uh, in case uh, we didn't very clearly say it, the Vegas Golden Knights champions last night over the Florida Panthers. But we're here to talk SEC schedule all morning long, and thank you to the 918 who uh, has pointed out our error <laughs> this morning. Yes, Rattler's gone by the time we're in the SEC. For some- I know. I,
0: I keep thinking it's a, yeah a year ahead. For or a year s- later, for
2: some reason, uh, we're trying to put Oklahoma in the SEC next week, and obviously that is uh, that's not the case. But for Beamer, though, it would uh, it would be uh, you know, barring barring him not being at South Carolina, it would be uh, it would be a return.
0: Nine one eight. What time does the SEC schedule come out? You keep saying tonight, but not the time.
2: Sorry about that. It's six o'clock SEC Network, and might I say that the ESPN Plus broadcast with Toby and with Teddy and with Gabe Eichert from over at Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue, they're having a live reaction broadcast to uh, to the schedule unveiled tonight, which, again, is at 6 o'clock. They, uh, they'll be live reacting, and we have that for you right here on The Ref 99.3 FM, 1400, and the KREF app. So that broadcast of... Toby, Teddy, and Gabe, we're going to have for you as well.
0: I'm sure you saw this, but it happened 28 minutes ago, something else that got leaked. Not for OU, though, but it is for the SEC scheduling. Georgia is expected to play at Alabama during the 2024 season.
2: Okay. Good deal. Yeah, that, yeah. that'll be an exciting matchup. It yeah. doesn't, doesn't mean a lot to us, no, I guess. No, I know.
0: I just keep seeing things that get leaked out. We're going to see a bunch of that till. We get to six P.M.
2: And I don't think this is a major shock, and we can share it because it's it's technically an OU scheduling note, but it's not a name of who's on the schedule. Uh was it Peter Burns who reported this? Let me make sure I give proper credit here. But basically, the uh the report this morning around eight o'clock was that Oklahoma and Texas, and it was it was Peter Burns of ESPN, each of the SEC teams will play either oklahoma or texas yeah in the upcoming 2024 season so every single sec team not named oklahoma or texas and named oklahoma (laughs) and texas because you're playing each other they'll have either ou or texas on their schedules so there's not going to be any team that has to go one year on and then off and so on and so forth everybody will play either oklahoma or texas
0: Knipmar Chevrolet text line, 405, says, we need to get rivalry started with Arkansas, a natural choice neighboring states. Short distance to travel both ways, both passionate fan bases.
2: I'm here for it. I've, I've said that, to me, Arkansas would be a natural, natural rival just because of the, the neighboring state factor involved. There's genuine dislike, I can tell you that. If you go to the natural state... They're not too fond of folks from the Sooner State. They would very much like to beat Oklahoma on a regular basis. So, to me, uh, that that would be obvious. But, again, right now the way this thing is situated with an eight-game SEC schedule, you've got one permanent opponent and the seven rotating opponents. So, you're not going to see Arkansas but once every other season right right now.
0: Yeah, and that's a fan base that's very, we just said, very passionate, and they bring it. I think that would be a fun matchup to have with Arkansas, and they're on the come-up. They're playing a lot better football as of late. Zach
2: wants to know, where is uh, Rudy's located at? It is... Chautauqua, right? Highway 9 on the, highway nine
0: in Chautauqua. Off the highway. Off
2: the, the highway, <laughs> yes. <laughs> off the highway. Off the highway. Highway 9 in Chautauqua. So it it's it's gonna be a party over there tonight. I would. It will. Imagine.
0: Yeah, the place is gonna be packed.
2: <laughs> they were joking about it this morning. Toby and TJ, is this an SEC chant night?
0: You think so? We get a bunch of SEC chants
2: inside of Rudy's. I don't think I, so. The crowd that goes to Rudy's, <laughs> I can't see. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm more, wrong. On they're this more. Deal. Yeah,
0: they're more laid back, and they don't. Yeah, they're just there to watch to see what's going on. Brett McMurphy of St. Texas will get a home game versus Georgia, road games at A&M in Arkansas.
2: Oh, man, that's great.
0: (laughs) That's great. Yeah, Texas. We kind of assumed that for Texas to go to A&M. It's like you you have to do that for year one.
2: Well, and A&M, I mean, they would have thrown a massive fit if uh, they had to go to Texas in the Longhorns' first year in the league, right? So pretty easy to connect the dots that probably that was going to be the case. That – Obvious that Texas would play A and M in the first year. I don't know how you could not do that.
0: You have to. And both, both fan bases have been just waiting for that to get back up <laughs> sooner. Gundy, the
2: SEC chant talk maybe throw up in my <laughs> mouth a little. Yeah, I, I know it's it's going to take some adjusting. And I don't know that Oklahoma fans are ever going to get to a comfortable place with the SEC chant. No. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong because it's just been. For Oklahoma fans, for years it's been, it's been like a
0: joke. Yeah, when you beat an SEC team, then we chant SEC.
2: Yes, <laughs> it's uh, I, yeah. I just don't know that Oklahoma fans are ever gonna get there. True Sooners, right? Lumber Lady, <laughs> I just can't see it. No, I,
0: I don't. I don't see it.
2: I don't see Lumber Lady <laughs> chanting SEC either. But who knows? Uh, we we've been surprised before. I guess, right? We're due a break, closing up hour number one. Next right here, it's the Plank Show. Josh Elmer alongside Connor Pasby on the home of Sooner fans. Back with you after this. Van Hoos Fence, they bring us hour number one of the Plank Show. Check them out online, vhfence.com, 405-735-1167. That is 405-735-1167 at Fence, vhfence.com. Dot com. Anything catch your fancy over there from the text line? A lot of uh, thoughts on, uh, yeah, we're not chanting the SEC. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> Someone says, oh, you're going to have to create rivals in the SEC. Texas is rivals with the whole conference. I feel Arkansas is a natural rival. My daughter went there and I went to some games. Atmosphere is awesome. Fayetteville is a great town, but their fans are delusional like A&M fans.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Yes, absolutely they are.
0: Arkansas would be a team that would be a good rival to have in the SEC, though.
2: Do you think that eventually we get to nine conference games? I mean, Sankey, I feel like he was pretty pretty obvious with uh, his intentions and hopes from the the recent SEC meetings.
0: I feel like you could do that. I feel like it would make it a little more fun to have nine games. I think you can do that, too, when when you have a 12-team playoff now. I think that plays a big part, too.
2: Ultimately, Oklahoma gets what it wants tonight. They they get what uh, they want, which is an SEC schedule. And beyond Texas, I don't know that there's – I mean, there's not another name in the league that you, quote-unquote, have to have each year on the schedule from the sec. Do you think, I mean, here we are trying to come up with, uh, teams that you, you'd like to turn into a rivalry or this or that, but Arkansas, where we stand today, they're not a rival to Oklahoma. No. It They make sense to maybe morphing into that just based on the, the regionality and you're close to one another, the proximity and every, and everything. It, uh, Seems like it would be a, a natural replacement for an Oklahoma State where basketball, you can you can maybe play in Tulsa here and there. Baseball, same thing. But uh, beyond that, I mean, it'd be awesome to play LSU every year. A&M because of the history there.
0: A&M, Missouri
2: yes. because of the history there. But really, Oklahoma fiends tonight, they get what they want, which is just an SEC schedule in general.
0: They just want to see the teams. Instead of worrying about who's the rival going to be for OU, we want to see the matchups.
2: Oklahoma is uh, one of 15, 16 teams that uh, can win the national championship next season. We'll tell you why next right here. It's the home fans.